Hello, and welcome to episode 30 of VR Souls. 30, guys. This is how many we've been doing this now. That's not good. Or is it? Not I think it's good. <laughs> well, no, not all of us. Well, you've always kind of been there in the background. So, people watching, just hello. Say hello to everyone. Um, obviously, we hello, good lads. Um, Cold has joined us again because Doc, unfortunately, the, the world has got in the way of him being here for us. So, Cold, how are you? Nice to see I'm you. I'm good. I'm very good. Thanks for again for having me for the second time. I didn't well, think I'd make it after the first one, but I guess I'm back. So, good. Due to, due to popular request, isn't yeah. that we've, we've asked you to come back. Wait, who requested that? I didn't we say won. we did, but it was popular in other no, no, places. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like a, it's, it's sort of like a bad smell once he's there. Uh, he's out to get rid of. Yeah, it stick is. around. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's good to have you, man. Thank you for oh, filling you. in. It's really good. Uh, like we say, you're always, you know, we class you as the fifth VR soul anyway, so I think that's pretty much official now, really, don't you, boys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then everyone has to think about it. He's not had his initiation yet, so we'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> how are you, Paul? You're actually back to your old self now? Yep, I fell out my Avatar. I've been unplugged <laughs> from the Matrix. <laughs> yes, Life's okay. back to normal. Cool. Paul, how are you doing? Ah, pretty good, actually. Uh, busy, busy, busy with everything, but such is life. Yeah. That, see, that, that started positive and then went down. <laughs> didn't it? Like this, just... I mean, <laughs> even if, if I'm busy and uh, I'm still, you know, not exhausted, really, that comes afterwards. I guess. Fair yeah. enough. That's all right. Okay, let's crack on. Um, first thing we normally talk about, game night. Unfortunately, I wasn't at game night. Um, what did you guys get up to? We played some Serious Sam. Which one? VR. First Encounter. The first Encounter. I've not played that one. Go on then, tell us about um, it. Because I wasn't there. It is <laughs> the first. It is the first. The Serious Sam game ported for VR. Yep. Uh, it's not the actual first game, as in the same graphics. It's the HD remaster or remake, uh, the HD version. So it looks nicer than the original. Uh, and it's action packed, has huge enemies, yep. huge environment, uh, big weapons. This was my, my first in time going into Serious Sam in VR, my very first one. And I was surprised how fast it kept itself for. Obviously, the normal the normal <laughs> thing is is it comfortable for people? And yeah, I don't yeah. develop. I order. I order. I don't um, always run. I never like slow down. <laughs> but it's a scene. Yeah, you really can fast. run teleport. You can use teleport if you if you feel uncomfortable with the sliding, sliding around. Yeah, yeah. and there's jumping, and you get the dual wield weapons, which you don't do in the normal game. Then you're locked to a single weapon. In uh, in VR, you can actually have two different weapons at the same time, <laughs> which I mean, it's pretty pretty awesome. But yeah, I was yeah, shocked I with the scale of some of them, good. like when the big monsters come in, like the scale of some of them. The scale of it's done really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting run over by one of the wearables. They 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 like dash at you and nibble, trample you if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, quite intense. But a good time. I uh, time. I was watching it, and uh, one of the things that always stood out as interesting is the way you can change the scale of not only yourself but the weapons. 
that you can just run around with giant <laughs> pistols. I, I don't think I've tried that, but it looks really good. It's it's pretty funny. Uh, I I bet that that was a debug thing, <laughs> so they used it to decide the scale of things and just let it in as two sliders. Yeah. You can because because you can scale up and down the world or the weapons. You still walk the same pace, but I think you are shooting. You can shoot things differently if you scale up. So it it it's kind of hacky. <laughs> you mean so if there's like, like an enemy on? If there's an enemy on the roof, you can just scale yourself up and just pop them out. That kind of thing. When you say you can scale yourself up, it's hacky. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you saying, Paul? I think when it messed with the scaling, having like yourself the height of someone's ankle, but the weapon was like up to the kneecaps, was just a bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be tiny or gigantic, and the same with your weapons, which is ridiculous. Does that it, show to fun. the other players? So if you shrink no, to other players, then... you look the same. Oh. Yeah, that that's kind of a disappointment because it would be fun if it actually was translated to the other people. But you you see normal normal play characters for other people. Okay, yeah. that's a little uh, annoying. But you see what? But yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird. But I mean, I guess that works. Um, but they have like weapon models and stuff that change. Um, again, much action and uh, yeah, I. Been waiting to play this for a long time with the group, so yeah, that was that was fun. We didn't finish it. Maybe we'll do that at a, at a later date. And it supports up to sixteen players co-op. That has to happen <laughs> at some point. What was the I'm one, fishing for people, and I've what was made the one some we played before? Was that? You mean there's some three? Was BFB? it? Was it that one in VR that we played before? I can't. We remember. played it with Zim. Yes. Why? Yes. And finished it um, twice. <laughs> Just... I did not want to play that again. That felt like no. I don't need to play it three times. No, so we're enough. doing the old ones. So is, is Which, the scale in my opinion, sort of the same with the giant bosses as it is in that one as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I know what you mean then. It, it is just. But huge. the world, like the the maps themselves might be even bigger. Um, Serious Sam 3 was a detour from the originals in the way that. It was a lot of, you know, cramped corridors, underground crypts and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the earlier games are a bit more open, a bit more uh, spacious. I sort of soon learned, never mind the space or don't use rocket launchers around those balls that charge at you. Because you're likely to blow yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ran with, uh, without friendly fire, but you can do self-damage. So you will get damage from splash from your own weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is a problem uh, with a lot of deathmatch games. <laughs> if you're doing that, <laughs> you end up blowing yourself up all the time. The amount of times I've done that in different games is just insane. It's crazy. But you you recommend it, this one that you played? You enjoyed it? I enjoyed it, yeah. Like I said, it's the first Absolutely. one I got into. never bothered with them before. I think mm -hmm. I got it with when the Crow team went on offer for Bundle on an offer for like 16 quid or something with all of them in. I just grabbed mm -hmm. it. Oh, yeah. If... If you're buying Serious MVR, do wait for a sale because it's usually like 70-80% off yeah. the whole bundle. Mm -hmm. uh, well worth the money. I'd recommend oh. the um yeah. I'd recommend The Last Hope. That's a good VR title, but it's a way based standard shooter. Good good in co-op. If you haven't tried that before. Yeah, yeah that's recommend. Mm -hmm. That's the VR only Serious Sam game they made bespoke for, for VR. Yeah, it's like the top tier wave shooter, if you want to play wave shooter. 
and it has like a progression tree and all kinds of stuff. They expanded it and co-op two players. And gets very yeah, very hard. Just, I think we just got to hope to bring Series on Four to VR eventually. The, yes, the I I really hope for that. <laughs> We've been in touch. Have you had words? Uh, I I poke them on Twitter now and then. Like, <laughs> I hope you're working on VR. We want VR. <laughs> I mean, I already paid for the game. I want Co Team to survive and and thrive. Yeah, that's fair mm-hmm. enough. Uh, we'll see how that goes. They're a good bunch as well, actually. Crow Team as well. They're pretty affable people you can you know actually talk to, which is quite nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Good. Okay, what have people been playing over the last couple of weeks? Who wants to go first? Anyone? You can go first, Buck. Me? Go for it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> fine, Buck. I should. That's that's opening up the question that I shouldn't have, isn't it? That I should have just picked up. <laughs> fine. Well done, Bol. I applaud you there. Um, <laughs> I've not actually played a huge amount. I did some more Beat Saber. Did an actual stream of Beat Saber for a while. Um, uh, also streamed on the same one until you fall. Um, which I forgot how good that game is. Very pretty. Very pretty. Um, yeah, I also tried um, Torn, which is an old um, vibe game, I believe, which is like an escape room, but in an entire house. So it's like yeah. a puzzle all around the whole house, and you have to try and work out how to open different things and solve different puzzles and that sort of thing. I actually really got into that. It felt a bit like... Going into the Resident Evil house, but there were no zombies and just puzzles. Was the way I was feeling about it. It's the same sort of style of house that I quite enjoyed. That did a bit more warplanes, which I know you guys have tried as well. Um, but the one that I tried more than anything else has actually been an embargo on this until today. Um, I was actually contacted by the devs of Against. Um, these are the from the same guys who made uh, Stride. Um, mm. What was the other one they did? There was another one. I've done, I've done quite a few, I find, with these to sort of make this, a game and then. This is what move concerns on. me is they start something and never quite finish it. Um, <laughs> which is what I'm a bit concerned about with Against. But um, Against is uh, very much your sort of pistol whip type of game, but they've incorporated different ways of movement and different weapons that you can use. So you have a sword, you have brass knuckles. And you have um, a gun as well. But also, you when there are arrows on the screen, if you swipe your hands in the direction of the arrows, you will jump up or you'll move forward. If you swipe them to the ones that are pointing left or right, you like wall run. And then you're supposed to be able to hit the enemies in time with the music as well. It's got a very sort of noir mm-hmm. look to it. I'm sure you can see that. It's very dark. It was quite good, actually, because I they actually... One of the things when I was trying it in the the closed beta, I had an NDA and everything like they do with these things. Um, One of the things I said to him was like, you really need to get live into this because this is the sort of thing in mixed reality people will enjoy watching. And they actually came back to me about two days later and going, right, we've stuck it in. Can you please try it? Because we can't. They they didn't have the facility. Well, I said, what do you mean you can't? They're like, oh, we haven't got the facility to do live. And I, I had I did yeah, explain to him it's like, no, you could do the avatars. I said, you yeah, just can yeah. put a person in it, you know, an actual person. I said, but yeah, I can do that. So I recorded um some footage doing that. It runs nice and smooth. It's you know, it it's pretty good. It's quite fun. It took me by surprise in a few places. Um, like you you have to dodge some enemies, like there's a giant snake at one point. 
that leaps at you and you have to step to the side and then slash its head off as it comes past in time with the music. But it's like they have boss battles as well. And I didn't realise this when I started playing and there's a giant spider. If if you don't like spiders, don't play this, okay? Because <laughs> it is literally a giant spider at the end of the boss. Uh, there's the boss at the end and it will throw its legs at you and you have to dodge the leg and cut the leg off and then dodge the leg and cut the leg off. And it will throw webs at you and stuff. It's it's got a lot of promise against. It needs needs a bit more. Needs a bit more speed. I feel it it felt quite slow. Um, but it'll be interesting yeah, to see I mean, how it works and how it goes. You get like the the people that stay in rhythm games like Beat Saber and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know they go they go super mega expert. Yes. So yeah. it'll have to scale up at some point. Mm. If if they want to um, keep it fresh, it'll have to do that. They'll have to keep adding more levels. They're going to have to do the same thing that Beat Saber and Pistol Whip have done, which is constantly add content in order for this to go. And I don't see this studio as one that's going to do that, which is worrying me because they haven't really done that with their own game. Yeah, I've tried the um, uh, uh, semi-year code for the pre-release of the demo. Mm -hmm. um, that I'll get. I put a video out at 7 o'clock, just a pre-recorded one, and I was just like, the, the jump up from... Easy to hard seems more easy to medium to me. Yep, I would agree with that. It doesn't seem like there's enough of a difference. Mm -hmm. A few more yeah. enemies, are, you've got to dodge things, like yeah. duck under things and that, but other than that, I thought there's not really that much of a, a difference in the difficulty. No, I'd agree with that. I also don't think they've really got it in time with the music as well as I would like, because it is a rhythm game. Um, but you don't, the way that it's presented, you don't feel like it's a rhythm game, so you don't really pay that much attention to the music, oh. or at least that's what I found. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's because it's the wrong sort of music or it's just the way I was playing or something, but it was. I, I think it has promise, but I don't have a huge amount of faith in the developer to pick it up in the amount that it needs to be. I think, but I did enjoy um, what I played. Mm, that's yeah. the, that's the annoying thing. I know. Um, with them, you go on their Discord. They're talking about when Stride came out. They removed some of the titles from the Steam store page. They're all titles because they didn't want to have to think about updating them while they were working on Stride and stuff. And I thought it's a bad way to go. <laughs> it's removing content that people can buy is <laughs> it's not going to help you, especially when you know people have already bought it. And they might be recommending it to them friends. And it doesn't harm your game to leave it there. And as far as I can tell. I as mean, long yeah, as it's not broken. Might... As long as it's not broken. Because they're saying like exactly. you don't want to do, do any more updates. Well, if it's not broken, if, you shouldn't if have to anything, do any more updates. Put them on sale. So that it gives you a bit more, you know, put them, you know, oh, we've got this coming out, so to celebrate this coming out, all our other games are 50% off. Go. Rather I than mean, just if, removing if the game was, If the game was getting bad reviews, due to lack of updates, I can see why they mm. would bring it off the store temporarily. Mm. If it was that. Uh, so, I mean, it, it seems like a valid tactic, depending on the circumstances. Mm. It's an odd move in my book, but who knows. But yeah, that, that was the main thing that I played this week, really. And uh, Well, that was last week that I did that. But yeah, I was, I was quite having fun with the game. So I, I was like, I'd like to see where this goes. The only thing that I say that concerns me is that the developer needs to keep on it. And um, 
they they seem to listen to a lot of the things that you say in the Discord and feedback that you give them. Um, it's just whether they're actually prepared to put the amount of time in that this is going to need. I think yeah. it needs a lot. I mean, it ain't. It ain't. Really. It looks pretty comprehensive when it comes to the number of things you can do and mm, stuff. Yeah. I w I'm wondering, like, how how specialized are these levels, or can people like map them like Beat Saber maps? I I think that's um, something that they need to look at, and it's something that could save it. Um, mm -hmm. Because given... I I have friends that bought like uh, VR headsets for Beat Saber, mm -hmm. or yeah, and uh, they play custom songs. That's how. Yep. They keep playing mm -hmm. games uh, or playing the same game over and over. <laughs> they play the custom songs. And I mean, some games have kind of uh, made that happen more than others. Mm -hmm. So I think Synth Riders is a good example. You can mm -hmm. just drop songs in. Yep. Um, actually, that's the only one I know where how it works. I don't know how it works for Ragnarok or Beat Saber. But, so Beat Saber people uh, manually um, map the games. There is a custom mapper in the game that you can actually use. Oh, yeah, that exists. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can build them yourself. The same in Ordica. You can actually build your own maps in Ordica as well. Um, oh, right. Mm -hmm. So that's not just mods. That's officially... I mean, that's... that makes it way more, how should I say it, safe yes. to create content for it because you don't expect things to crash every update mm -hmm. or whatever. So I believe all the really Synthrider ones thing. are manually mapped as well. It doesn't generate it through the music. I believe that people actually map them manually um, yeah you have to, you can actually download like an official interview on steam like a, a map yeah. maker for synthrider yeah because there's there was also is it the i can't remember it's called beat save or something but there's a website which has an algorithm that you can upload a youtube video or a link to a youtube video which is music and it will generate a beat saber map from that using ai it's not great but it, hit it works miss, it? very hit and miss it is very hit and miss, yeah. It's some of them you're like, oh, that's really good, and then other ones you're like, oh no, that's no, 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 no. But what, yeah, what, but I, I what think kind of, what kind of songs are in this game? I, I didn't see any footage. None of them are actually or... songs. It's all right. just music. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe the music. Really, no, I am at all. Generic. Yeah. Rock, Would you say modern or like? No, I'd say of... modern. Yeah. I'd say modern, but it was very generic. It yeah. wasn't okay. Nothing in the music stood out, really, okay. um, which is a bit of a problem a, for a music game. It's got a very noir look to it, so I didn't know. It does. It, it was quite funny. When I did the mixed reality video, it was the day after I dyed my hair red, and I was wearing nothing but black and red, and with the, the aesthetic of the game, it actually looked quite good. Because <laughs> it's like the only thing you get is the greys, the blacks, the whites, and then the red of the blood when you cut something. Or when you shoot something, so I actually fit quite well into that world when I dyed my hair. No, they've, had, they've, gone, <laughs> they've gone like very Sin City, haven't they? Yes, yeah, that's probably the best way to describe it, actually. But yeah, I, like I say, I think Against has got some promise. I, I think the developer really needs to push this one if they want to do it well, though. I don't know what any you think about mm -hmm. that, but I think that's the only thing I can really say. But yeah. like I say, I enjoyed what I played. I'll be interested to see what else they do. But I just hope they do do something else. That's my main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right, Bol, since you threw it at me this time, I'm throwing it back at you. Come on. Nah, because I have so many games, so I'm letting other people talk first so they can, you know, pick those off me. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, go for it, Paul. I've already switched it to your game. 
<laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what have I played? I've completely forgot. So I played gang a, a bit of gang gang five, gang V. I don't know what people want to call it. I've played a bit of that. Um I was interested when that suddenly just sprung out because it's made by people who made standout, which was my go to shooter for such a long time. Um so I know to go into it as well, expecting bugs because standout was full of them when that first <laughs> That's yeah, quite that a few in this. <laughs> yeah. Before that went into to version five. But again, they need to do something with it. I understand they've got the the free roam mode, they need to put some story to that because yeah. you can go in for an hour or so, rob a few shops, and then like, oh, now what do I do? Yeah, bored now. Bat- yeah. <laughs> Haven't tried the Battle Royale mode yet? It was it was very nice. I went into it for about five minutes. It really felt like GTA, but like you say, cars would just be flying all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of it's like ah, when you're looking around. But again, it's another one that has it has promise. Yeah. If they really work it there, that could be something quite special. See, I think I think if it was um, I think they should put story to it. But in my head, I'm like. I think mm. they've shot the Battle Royale mode in just because they've got standout, which is Battle Royale, so it's a mode yeah. that's there that other people can jump into without thinking, oh, the free... It looks like it's the same engine. Yeah, just, they, they always use the same engine. It's always shoddy <laughs> textures and stuff, but... Because yeah. I saw recently they've added the you can just climb any surface again, yeah, which you could mode. do in standout, couldn't you? Yeah. Mm. Um, but we, and so I do yeah. like... I do like the vehicles because you can actually just jump in a helicopter and fly it across the map. Yeah. Or a plane and just fly it across the map. And yeah. that, that I thought was actually quite cool. I did like that. It what, took one me of my 10, favorite... minutes, 10 minutes to figure out how to get out of a car. <laughs> 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 I was in there for 10 minutes thinking, how the hell do I get out of this car? But I realized it was a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing to listen out for for the glitches is. Just listen for a police siren going all like squeaky and high pitch, and you guarantee yeah. just walk out and look in the air, and it'll be like flying through the air. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. Some of it. Wow, that sounds a bit buggy. Yeah, very buggy. Good breakdancing cars. Um, <laughs> the other one I've been playing was, but for that one, if you want a buggy mess and you can put it with a buggy mess, then definitely, definitely look at it. It's fun for what it does. I mean, maybe it's early days. I, I assume it's early actually. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one I was really looking forward to, and I forgot it came out. And then I opened Vipark because I've got some subscription at the moment, and it was on there. Uh, the Mask Maker. Well, sorry, Mask Maker by the people who did Fisherman's Tale. Oh, uh, yeah. Very, very interesting mechanic behind that puzzling. Um, building masks to switch to set different people. You need to find the parts within the. Masks world in order to take it back to the workshop in order to put it on a mask you can build to get to then once you put that mask on you'll go into the body of the one that you need to it could be somewhere else to do some more puzzles very yeah just a nano ball bit tested it as well so yeah and the 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 i i found it compelling just to crop the freaking mask mm-hmm. like you have to well kind of carve them out and paint them and put on the accessories and paint them to uh, it's it's quite you know a nice tinkering experience. I haven't really had that in many games before in VR. We have to craft manually things to use. 
I found that actually more compelling than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was really looking uh, forward so yeah, after yeah. Fisherman's Tale because I saw one of my favorite favorite type puzzle ones in VR. This is the way that worked with a different level. Like obviously, you look up, you see the bigger version of you. You look down, just yeah, crazy yeah. how it's all interlinked. Um, I was yeah, enjoying Mashmaker, and then I fell through, through fell through the planet. Oh <laughs> yeah, fell through the you game. Found, you found some more glitches. <laughs> yeah, I went through, uh... fell through the level, and then it didn't respawn me back on the level, but it also saved me after I've fallen through the level. So I need to go back to the beginning and start again uh... after an hour and a bit. So I'll have to go back and I, I will go back and do it because I was enjoying it. But it's just at the point I was like. Back to the beginning. There's no like checkpoint system. There's no. It's just a case of I was stuck. Anytime I put that mask on, I was stuck under the world. Tried building a new mask. It just wouldn't activate. Just nothing went right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that that's pretty bad. Hopefully, I, I need to check where you did that so I can can avoid it. <laughs> I think the problem was is um the way it's mapped for the index controller. Like I'll turn. Oh, you can't actually. Didn't see enough to actually turn teleport off. You had like a mix of like free walk and teleport, and I think I managed to catch a teleport thing as I was stood next to the edge, and it just teleported me through. Oh well, that's me. Mm, yeah, I think teleport was on your. It's, it's supposed to be on your right hand, and and yeah, move locomotion on the left hand. Yeah. Um, I know I rebounded when I played it, so I uh, used the trackpad instead. Press the trackpad to teleport yeah. instead of pushing the joystick forward. Then I'll have to. Looking to when I go back to it. And the main one is Wraith, the Oblivion Afterlife. Some fast travel Ooh. games. Based in the world, new one, world of it? darkness. Yeah. Um it's scary in part, but it's not as scary as I was hoping it would be. Okay. <laughs> um and it sort of gets a bit of annoying because it it's again it's a die and you go back to your save point, your last save point. Um and what was frustrating about it? I'll get rid of the frustrations first, is the whole, your sprint is probably like 0.02% faster than your walk. Okay. So once you start getting chased and you start pressing the sprint, you're just like slow. I think they try to do it to build the tension, because obviously if you could just sprint away from them, because you can run and hide from them, and they'd lose you. Right, yeah. A bit like Alien Isolation, some of them you can run and hide in a closet and stuff, and it'll walk past the closet and you've got to wait. But it's a case of, I was like, but it needs some sort of sprint. Um, that kind of feels like phasmophobia, where you can just walk around. Yeah. Are you going to say that, Mr. Cold? No, I was going to say, it's actually called sprint when, you know, you're looking at the control map. It doesn't sound mm-hmm. like a sprint button. It's yeah. more like a, <laughs> a brisk walk button. Yeah. Hustle. <laughs> shuffle, shuffle <laughs> did, quickly. Did, do you know, like, one of those, I don't I don't know if it's, if every bloke does it, and but when like a car flags you across and you sort of jog across the road, but you're probably jogging slower than you would normally walk. <laughs> <'Cause you're... laughs> the, the little two-step hop that you do to get out of the way. Yeah, but it was, it was probably it was probably like a lot slower than walking. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, um, and that brings the, the frust- that sort of brings the frustration of if a wraith catches you and kills you, and then mm. you go back to your last save point, you then go back in that area with the same wraith. And I, I put in my review, it's sort of like you lose the sphere of the the wraith, but you sort of dread getting caught again because you know you've got to do that part again because it gets like right. like a dread of thinking I need to repeat that again. Are you joking? 
That sounds... The monster itself is not scary anymore. It's the prospect yeah. of replaying yeah. it again. <laughs> sounds more like frustration than dread. Um, more than anything else. But yeah, so then... what's, what's the actual story in this then? Because I, I don't know. So um... you you basically wake up dead. You wake up after you've <laughs> You wake up after you've been killed. So you wake up in like the the afterlife. Okay. And then yeah, after a seance. Yeah. It's like that's, you get killed at a at seance. It's made clear at the beginning that, so it's not a spoiler. Okay. <laughs> it's made very clear at the beginning. So you die in the seance, and then but you're trying to figure out how you've died. So you're in the afterlife, and you go back to the mansion, right. and you're trying to find out how you died. But these other ones that have died in this house, not all in the seance, there's ones that have just died generally in the house, they hmm. want to stop you finding out how you died and trying to send you to oblivion then if they catch you it's based in the um the world of darkness world where like vampire masquerade was based and stuff which is a bit oh all that. was werewolf but, part of that world as well yeah yeah okay it's based all it is a it's a more of a attention type game and a horror game i'd say it's like the wraiths mm. aren't overly scary mm. Like it's not like they're in. There's no jump scares. It's not like they jump out at you. You'll walk into like you'll just walk into them and they'll be like, they go into a set area and you'll heal them more than you'll see them first. So you're trying to figure out where they are because if they spot you, that's when they'll try and kill you. We'll try and send you to oblivion. Okay. So it's more learning to. Are they on like set paths or do they move around without you knowing? They're on set. They're in set areas in the mansion. Okay. Um. Like just say the spot you're in the wrong room and then you run away and hide. Okay. When they give up looking for you, you can go back and they'll be circling a different room and like a different room. They won't just go back to a set path where they always walk. Okay. So the spot you're in a room and you run out right. of there, the more the more likely to be back in that room. When they give up looking for you, if you go back, they're more likely walking around that room more than the other rooms. Okay. But yeah, it's um but the like I said, I thought it was gonna be scary than it was. Mm-hmm. Still, I wouldn't say it's not it's not scary, but I just thought it'd be scarier. <laughs> it reminds me of the kind of feeling you get in Saints and Sinners, where it's not like you're not scared, but you're fearful of you know dying because you lose stuff. Whereas in this case, you're fearful because dying means you're going to have to redo the same thing over and over again. So yeah, that's what it reminds me of, but worse. I think there was one part where you have to find multiple pieces of a puzzle around the same wraith. So every mm-hmm. time I got one, I was making sure I managed to get out and go to a save point before going back and getting the second uh-huh. one. Because I was like, at first I just kept getting the first one and sometimes the second one and dying. Uh-huh. And I was like, why am I going back and saving it? Every one I get, I'll just go out with that part of the house and save it and go back and start again getting the second piece. Uh-huh. How does the saving work? Where do you need to go? And there's like little, do it as there's like little orbs around, and then you just touch them, and it's a save point. Um, you've also uh, got to find memories as well, so it's not just you can continue the story, but you get given a camera because obviously you were you were a photographer. Your job was to go and take pictures of the seance. That's what you right. That's what why you were at the seance. You were there to take photos of it, basically. Um, but you've got to you get his camera, and they'll be like ghostly looking polaroid things just floating about if you take a picture of it it will replay that memory from that room so you get an idea of what you were doing in the house and stuff with those memories uh, but yeah it's all the little okay. things you can go around and find and 
So yeah, if you're a fan of horror, fan of those type of games, just definitely worth looking at. Fast travel mm. games always do good good job with. I don't think I've not enjoyed a fast travel. They sort of like jump. Did Apex Construct, then Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets, and now this. They're sort of like jumping about, but they're doing all of them well. The Apex Construct is the one everyone seems to like except me. <laughs> I'm really not a fan of it. Um, but I really did like the Tale of the Curious Pets. I thought that was mm-hmm. that was fun. That was very silly and twee, I think is the best way to describe that one. But it comes from... Um... It's only out in Oculus at the moment. It's coming to Steam mm. at some point. I think it's Oh, it is coming to Steam then. Yeah, I think it's May. I think it comes to Steam. Yeah, May twenty second, twenty fifth. Yeah, and somewhere. that's when it comes to PSVR as well. Obviously Oculus it's cross by, so buy it on PC, you get quest, buy it on quest, you get PC. So it's definitely worth like I said, worth checking out if you're into the horror type games. It's something a bit different. Like I said, just prepared for frustrations. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play scary games, but this being less scary than anticipated seems, you know, like I might be able to play. Yeah, that, that's my <laughs> feeling as well, actually. Because when I, I mean, uh, have you actually played this cold, or were you? Just... No, no. Oh, okay. Because when you said it had the same feeling as Saints and mm. Sinners, I was like, oh wait, no, I can play Saints and Sinners. I'll, I'll be all right <laughs> if I want to go into this one. And I just wanted to check. Um, interesting. Okay, fine. Cold, you're up. Cold, then. <laughs> what have you been doing? Um, so uh, I've done a few, a few game nights with Bowl, and uh, one of those was Arizona Sunshine. Again, we revisited and went into the damn DLC. I mean, that game is old, but it's still great, and it feels great to play. And you know, we we have so much fun in there, and just gooping around, and Bowl's just absolutely crazy in it so he always makes it <laughs> wow. an experience crazy fun <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah <laughs> um yeah it's always it's always good to go back into there and it'd be nice if they um added some more stuff but i don't think so i think they're going to be concentrating on their new games mm-hmm. we'll yeah, see after the fall mm. which they released some footage of didn't they yeah we'll talk yes, about that does. later does look good. And um, uh, I also jumped into uh, one of uh, a community event, which was a 12-hour stream. One of the games I jumped in was Climbing. I think I jumped in a couple of others, but that was the one that stood out to me as being really fun. Bowl again. And um, <laughs> I've, I've never played that game other than the first maybe five minutes. And it, it, it was before I got my VR legs, so I couldn't really cope and I, I stopped playing. Sure. Um, after you revisit, options, man. yeah. Well, I didn't understand the benefit of comfort. Only options, chickens but, uh... use comfort options. I can do this. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Winlands Two was the first time I discovered comfort options that actually worked, or, or rather, I experienced why they worked. But going into this game again for the second time, it was a lot better, and the mechanics of this game it, it surprised me how good they were. You. The levels we played, I think, were custom levels. And some of the um, climbing involved cooperative climbing, Mm -hmm. um, which I'd never done before in this or the other one. And some of the situations were really interesting. Like, you'd all have to hold hands and help each other up to the next part. And, yeah, it was was good until it wasn't, which was when someone fell down. (laughs) Do it all again. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, I think I just at some point I was like, oh, I've had enough, and I just quit out. Um, but yeah, that was climbing. I know. <laughs> yeah, I made a comment regarding playing the co-op thing where you actually had to swing around carrying a different person and stuff. Mm. That that could be a separate game entirely with better indication of what you're grabbing, who you're attached to, and stuff like that. And specifically made for the collaborative part. Mm. The custom levels were like that, but, you know, a more bespoke game. Yeah, uh, it would be a very good there game. Is, but they... There is a flat screen game where you do that, isn't there? Where you yeah. is it hold on or something it's called, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, or hang together or something like yeah. that. And basically, that's Weird. what you do, and you're thinking about <laughs> transferring that concept into VR. Climby's fun. Climby is really good, and mm. it's another one where the community have really kept it going by building all these extra mods. You know, like we were talking about earlier about things that have mods actually built into it. They welcome it in Climby. Um, I'd I'd go back in, except the next day my arms absolutely killed. <laughs> so, surprisingly, I thought didn't think it would, but it did. Um, Were there so, any slides in the bits we that you went slide. in? Ah, no. oh, we that's don't. We, fast. we, we did <laughs> a lot of falling, <laughs> but no sliding. Yeah. Okay. The Tower of Pain. We never reached it. We almost yeah. fell on the other boring office building. <laughs> uh, the other, the other thing I've tried as well, which was today, was the uh, Below Zero VR mod. Um, I, I, it took me a very long time to get it running, mainly because I was trying to do it with the quest, uh, which failed miserably. Uh, but I got about 20, 25 minutes worth of gameplay in that. Um, it's if you've ever played the original Subnautica in VR, it's uh, very sorry. similar. Gotcha. Oh, right. Subnautica Below so Zero. You, I when said you said that. Below Zero, I'm like, mm. I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Subnautica in VR. It's very similar to that, except. When you turn your head, it doesn't actually turn the character's head. It's almost like your head's separate from their head. In order to move the character's head, you still need to use the controller. And at that point, I was like, yeah, I'm not playing this. So, so, so you <laughs> could look around. You could look around, but the character's head is still staying there with a, you know, a crosshair in the middle. Ooh. And you can't interact or anything. And then you have to move your thumbstick to move the character's head and you have to kind of follow it as well. So it, it as a mod, I was like, yeah, I'll wait until they implement, you know, HMD turning, you know, instead of thumbstick turning. Uh, that sounds turning. like just, oh, she'd sick me city. That's what yeah. that sounds like. I mean, it was just, it was just a bit weird. Uh, I mean, the only reason I played it is it comes out in two weeks and I thought, oh, maybe I can play this. When it comes out, but oh, I'll skip it. Um, but the main game I want to talk about was Cookout, which was our last Friday game. Um, me and Bowl jumped in, and then we had Jet jump in, and then um, Paul jumped in. Um, well, <laughs> I don't think we actually <laughs> realised Paul was going to jump in until he jumped in, and I was like, oh yeah, I did ask him. I just forgot I asked him. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I saw that. I saw, I saw Paul jumped in. I, I saw <laughs> jumped in to, to the Discord, and I went, are you playing? I was like, yeah. I said, you did ask me the other night when we were talking. And I said, I'll play, yeah, because I've got it. Yeah. I, like, I oh. We can revoke your VR Souls membership at any time. <laughs> just, you know. Yeah. Be I'll, be, I'll, I'll be fully aware. But um, the main reason we were shocked is because we were messing around with our chat applications because we were trying to get everybody's chat into each other's chat so we could all respond to everybody. It didn't 
quite work out great thought at least not for me maybe Bow had a better experience but in terms of the game it varied very chaotic at the start so the idea of cookout is you're in a a kitchen and uh you've got a lazy susan in the middle which if you don't know what a lazy susan is it's basically a big round revolving table and you get given recipes now you've only got a certain amount of ingredients on your section of the kitchen so you can only make a certain amount of sandwich so if it comes in for instance and it's a call it a cheese ham tomato baguette one of you may have the baguette one of you may have the cheese one of you may have the tomato and so on so you build the sandwich as it goes around on the lazy susan and then they start adding extra bits and pieces in like for instance you need to clean the plates so the plates come back dirty you can't put the food on the and then that involves scrubbing and then you know other things like Things catch alight because you have to cook things and then you have to put the fires out and all sorts of things. It gets really crazy. I think we managed to play for about an hour and a half before the game broke and it, it just turned into absolute chaos. Not <laughs> the game, us. We just, <laughs> we just decided to just, just destroy everything, burn everything, see how much we can escape, get into places we didn't start throwing food at each other. Uh, yeah, it, it descended into carnage. Um, but a lot of fun, um, you know. If, uh, I enjoyed it. I'm not sure if uh, mm. these two had as much fun as me, but I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, I definitely recommend it as a game. I think it's on the, is it on the quest. It started on the quest too, didn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. recently, it's just come to Steam. A uh, few issues with bugs, but they fixed that, and now it's all running fine. I would, um, I'd definitely play it again. Probably wait until they update and a few more things added because I think we experienced practically everything in in the two hours. Nah, what? Didn't you see all the extra ingredients that were oh, in the creative mode? Right, yes. There's like a crap ton of stuff we haven't seen, probably. Oh yeah, you make. I think you make sandwiches if, and you unlock ingredients, right? Or you unlock a sandwich. Not quite. Well, uh, as we played it, we played the campaign, but in multiplayer, and you like. Per- progress through a city or a town, whatever. And they change up your ingredients that you have available. And when you when we went into in creative mode, there's like there was many, no, many pages of ingredients. And many, many, many skins to unlock. <laughs> so um That's what I mean I, I think I, they I, do a lot with the unlock stoner because you get like um like do get a set star and you'll get a new chopping board or a new knife and a new mm. I um I went into the yeah, dis- lab, I I went into Discord and uh, suggested a few things. One of them was live support because I think it that it's a perfect game for it. Um, the other thing I suggested was be able to move around because wherever you are placed, you get different ingredients per level. Um, and being stuck in the one place means you've always got the same ingredients. Um, me and Bold decided to see if we could shift ourselves around using our play space. I'd say that was quite successful. We managed to get into other spots and have a bit of a mess around with their ingredients. Uh, and the other thing I suggested was to be able to cut your fingers off and be able to cut other people as well with the knives. Because at the moment, <laughs> yeah, you can't deal with that. And you actually all... included that? Oh, yeah. I think that was, uh, yeah, there's no blood. I mean, we need, you have knives and people. I mean, that's, that's... in my experience, that means blood. 
Yeah, and um, not in my blood, but it's uh, the way you say we... in my experience. <laughs> you've gone around stabbing people. <laughs> well, Bow has got experience with knives and fingers, so you know if you want that. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean they should make an adult version, as with every game, where you know, oh, you managed to cut yourself. Oh, you're bleeding to death. Good luck. Yeah, you've you only have to go got three and, you know, Put your hand on the, the barbecue to sear the wound. <laughs> Cauterize the wound on the, yeah, on the food yeah, bleed yeah, out yeah. timer. If you don't cauterize the wound quick enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, multiplayer was slightly glitchy because we got like, oh, we can't see you can't see that guest, and you, the other person can't see the recipe, and mm. one person can't see the plate for it. <laughs> yeah, there's some desync. It was not even. I mean, called you were the server, and you still had issues. I... I did, yeah. It, it kind of broke down around the end. At yeah. the beginning, for the first hour of 15 minutes or so, I didn't have any problems. And then the last 15 minutes, yep, yeah, yep. it was going wrong. <laughs> it was interesting. It was like an added difficulty set. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, uh, yeah, nice physical interactions. You can also steal ingredients from other people's stations. Mm -hmm. You can just reach over and grab their stuff. Um, which means you can, you know, collaborate with yourself if you want to. Uh, and you need to chop everything to make pieces of them and put them on the sandwiches. And uh, yeah, and as, as, as mentioned, you get more things to do, like barbecuing things. Yeah, different, different, like different people come in. So the rabbit wants everything made quickly. Oh, yeah. The cat wants everything made perfectly. The werewolf just wants something absolutely huge. Huge. <laughs> you sit there <laughs> piling up 20 ingredients and the, and, is it a badger that comes along and steals all the uh, bits and pieces of other people's sandwiches? So, yeah. Yeah, the thief. <laughs> the thief. And yeah. I, I presume there's even more creatures we haven't seen yet, but I, I'm not sure how long we, how far we made it in the campaign. Um, I think there's still a well, couple of more places to visit, I think. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I highly recommend this as a VR Souls game. Everyone's back. Mm -hmm. Um, it's gonna, it'll Hopefully, they'll fix the networking by then. Yeah. Four yeah. player? Or... Yeah. Yeah, four, four player. player. Yeah. Okay. If, um, and it's quest compatible as well, so no problems there. Um, um, I think I've actually played this on my my old Quest 1. I think I've yeah, played I, I give you, briefly. I, yeah, I give you and Docker Code. That's right. You Quest did. One. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I played it with Zim briefly on one of his streams. Mm. And yeah, it, it felt like this is going to get quite manic. <laughs> and judging by what you it guys have said, it does. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially I mean, when it broke and we were all chasing coal around. Yeah, putting <laughs> smart ketchup and mayonnaise and throwing food at him because he broke his servants. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it, it's um, it is a fun, very simple but chaotic game. Surprisingly, it does get easier as you play it. Um, just kind of get into a zone and. You, you tend that never pick, happened to me. You tend to pick out who the people are that make the most mistakes. Try and help them. Reach over and grab oh, their damn. ingredients and do it for them, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that was Cookout, and uh, that's what I played. Mm -hmm. Cool. Right then, well, mister, considering you keep pushing it over <laughs> to everyone else. <laughs> come on. Right, Let's see okay. what magical things you've been doing since you have to go last. Well, as you heard, I've been playing with other people, so we can skip all that. So, um, uh, 
the normal suspects, which which is like Sin Spiders, Ragnarok, Phasmophobia, played those. But yeah, that was many of those were part of uh was Sin Spiders, Phasmophobia and Vivecraft, which is Minecraft with with uh VR support. I played on Jep's twelve hour stream that he made. Crazy, crazy person. So I participated in a lot of those games. That was also Climb was also part of that. So that was four games. Um I missed one because I was on the phone and stuff. <laughs> but um those are all, you know, standard stuff. Uh Vibecraft was Minecraft is fun in VR. I I only ever played Minecraft in the beta mm-hmm. previously, so I'm not used to, you know, experience or cooking or or hunger or anything like that. But um it's it's interesting to have a, a completely modifiable world and and the stuff in VR. So yeah. Probably will spend more time in that. Um, again, as Cole mentioned, played Arizona Sunshine um, and Cookout. And uh, then I've done two community challenges over the last two weeks, which is more than I use. I usually have time for. So I played through all of the Morrigan in one go. Okay. That is a uh, dungeon crawler game. A single player story-ish based <laughs> <laughs> melee focused <laughs> game. Uh, where you find new weapons all the time and upgrade and buy food and have things fall through the world and um, it was uh, semi semi frustrating but quite enjoyable. What uh, was frustrating? I think some because it was slightly glitchy uh, with things falling on the ground and vanishing and stuff like that. Um, and some puzzles that were a bit cryptic. Uh, I had to, like, look for things quite a bit sometimes. But, uh, in a whole, it was a fairly solid experience. Um, Quite simple graphics, but uh, it works in VR, for sure. Um, And the main game (laughs) game I played (laughs) was Pixel Rip 1989. And I've heard about this game for the longest time, and people have been, you know, ooing and aahing and, and like praising the presentation and stuff. And I had it as a community challenge, so I played it all in one sitting. I almost rage quit multiple times. I have never sworn so much in one stream. <laughs> it was the most frustrating bullshit I've ever played in VR. So it's. Pretty much old school arcade platforming on a virtual screen in VR on a console you have. And then you'll need to do things except playing that game, which is distract your teacher so you're not caught playing games. So in addition to the bloody arcade bullshit, you also need to distract the teacher. So it's multitasking (laughs) at the same time. So that was like three hours of torture, pretty much. I say for you as um, well, because that's, that's not your bag, is it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, you... I think it was very well presented. I liked the graphics and, and story. I would have wished it was voiceover instead of text, mm-hmm. but um, because reading in VR is still pretty pretty trash, trash experience. I don't go into VR to read a book. I can read a book in real life. Um, but, you know, lots of character acting, lots of... Uh, uh, human interaction <laughs> uh, stuff. 
And some interesting solutions as AR in VR, where you hold up your console and you look at things that aren't there, or they translate birds into dragons and stuff. So it's 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 like a unique experience, but also highly frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that most people don't play this in one go, but I got an achievement for making it in one go. Mm -hmm. So thank you, game. You uh, made it all worth it, I guess. Anna Rivera yeah. will be proud. <laughs> when I've seen it pop up as your <laughs> your community challenge, and I got seen it, I was like, I've definitely got to watch this one because I remember getting frustrated when I played it at parts. So I was like. I wanted someone else to feel that frustration. So I I quit. I I can I didn't like it. I, it. It was it wasn't to me. It wasn't fun. I understand it. I think it was very well made and it's very polished and everything works exactly as you expect it to. But I just got so frustrated myself that it's like no, I've got to do this and then I've got to do that and then uh, and I was like no 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 I'm out like this I can't do it. So I mean. The distracting thing, I learned it after a while because you know you learn what what you can shoot mm -hmm. with. The, you get you get a, uh, a like a blow tube thing and you shoot paper on it. At some point, I knew all the things you could do pretty much. So mm -hmm. you just looked around and and hit the things you needed to. Um, but yeah, if I wasn't on stream, <laughs> I'm not sure I would have lasted more than fifteen twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you went for three hours. Yeah, I wow. beat it. Also, I played the extra games. The, the, like, the, the bloody thing never stopped. Like, oh, there's a game in the credits. And, oh, look, you're in the menu. You can pick up a VHS and play another game. Oh, like, what <laughs> the hell? Just stop it. Stop it. The worst part is there's a, there's a sequel. <laughs> That's not going on to the community challenge list anytime soon, <laughs> but it's going to be there at some point. Going to have a really high. Point, 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 point score uh, limit for I, whatever goal. I think no matter what point score you put uh, on that, it will quickly get what you need. And that is judging by people's yeah. reaction to your last stream of that one. I was a big fan of people it. You see, I, went, I ordered like the special edition. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to see through because she's, on... she's got a green dress on. No, I mean, that, that people bought that just gave me even more like false impressions that oh this is a lovely game of course people are buying the collectibles for it and all, all that <laughs> stuff like oh yeah and i've been listening to the soundtrack for the for the sequel like oh this is nice music it it, it was it was horribly hard <laughs> I, I hate everything yes uh but uh i mean i think if you take it in small chunks maybe there's like four levels i think four mm -hmm. main worlds if you do one of those at a time, it, you might be better off than I was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I seen Doc had got that and unboxed it. I was like, another one. Because there was like 1,500 copies of it made. Yeah. The special yeah. edition. Because you got like, uh, it's actually plugged in the Xbox in the room because I was watching the 35 minute documentary about making the game last night. Oh, that's cool. Oh. You basically got like a pink cassette with it. It's a USB part. Not like a USB stick, but it's a cassette. You can... mm. And it's got like artwork. And like I said, a documentary, um, a fifteen-minute video about him going winning a award at the media awards in Japan, so being at those awards and stuff. So, mm -hmm. no, is that available online or is it just on that cassette? I think the documentary is also just on a cassette. I don't know about the other one. Right, it's 
It's interesting you mentioned documentary, actually. I don't know if you saw the news. I think it was basically yesterday. Um, Oculus and Respawn made a documentary about making Medal of Honor, and it won an Oscar. Right. It was in the news. <laughs> was that actually a documentary about the game or about the war? I think it's about making the game and how they involved the people who actually were in that area and, you know, in the war. Right. That sort of thing. But yeah, they actually won an, an Oscar for their documentary on it, which is like, that's quite interesting mm-hmm. that that can actually happen for that sort of documentary. It was good. But yeah, but Oculus have so been on. Which Oscar was it? Was it documentary Oscar? Or yes. What was it? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was. But yeah, but Oculus have obviously been in the forefront of most people's minds recently in the news because they had their Oculus Gaming Showcase, the first one. Um, <laughs> who, see, yeah. I, you were with Sadly It's Bradley, is that right, Bob? Watching it together? <laughs> yeah, I in in Sadly It's Bradley's uh, Discord, I was like, mm-hmm. dude, I can co-host this with you. Mm-hmm. Just you know, we can have a Discord call. Let's just poke me if you want to. Like he's like, ah, oh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we all... I actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I I was in Zim's Discord where he was having a, a watch along with a bunch of other people. Um, Cold dropped in to say hello and then buggered off to go and watch you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that made us all feel special. Um, <laughs> did, <laughs> did you watch it at the time, Paul, when it came out? Or... No. Um, no. I came back and and rewatched it with because Cold forced me to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an interesting forced me uh, to um there. I um, sort of I sort of came back and he said I hadn't missed much. But I'd been out drinking, surprisingly, because it was Saturday. <laughs> so came back. Um, it was only twenty five minutes, so it was easy to rewatch. And I messaged him, yeah. but I wasn't I hadn't got he said he hadn't missed much. So I was like, alright, okay. So I came and watched with uh him and, and Doc in Discord chat while we were watching mm-hmm. Paul and Bradley. Uh, okay. And then Yeah. And then we rewatched the last part I missed, and yeah. Because to I, be fair, I was I wasn't drunk you, enough to even think it was good. There wasn't a lot in it. No. Um, although, and there was next to nothing brand new. The only brand new IP that they showed off was this snowboarding game, mm-hmm. which is called oh, what was it? Carve, Carve. snowboarding. It. Yeah. I have a list here. I have information. Oh, go on then. Let's go from the top. Yeah. You run it through. So, oddly enough, I thought most of the news were just game updates and DLC, but that was only three things, maybe, mm-hmm. or four. So anyway, we have Pistol Whip has a Smoke and Thunder content update, which is also part of the Concierge, or in addition to Concierge. I'm not even sure what these things are. You, you probably know the bug. Uh, yes, um, Smoke and... What was it called? Sorry, Smoke and... Smoke and Thunder. Smoke and Thunder is the new single-player campaign that are coming out um, for Pistol Whip. And the Concierge is a new way of playing the game where you can add your own mods and modifiers and all that sort of thing and then share them with your friends, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And uh, after that, we have uh, the Climb 2 Freestyle Expansion Pack. Mm -hmm. So another content update for a game that's already out. And we have The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Aftershocks, which... Didn't talk much about it, right? They just showed the <laughs> bloody trailer and like, what is this? What? Yeah. Is it? Is it, it only single player? Is it? It was co-op. Which was no, deep, but disappointing. 
A lot of people were going over, oh, they're going to add co-op to it. And I'm like, I didn't say anything about co-op. And they didn't show any footage of people playing together. I said, I think this is just an expansion. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't exactly clear. Um, You're playing a new character. I think that's the main hook of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not playing the original one. So it seems like, you know, a story expansion, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um. Then, I'm not sure if this is a DLC or whatever, but it's Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy Ed- Galaxy's Edge Part 2. Yes. So I guess it's uh, so that's episodic an episodic game where you buy the episodes separately, the same way mm-hmm. they did with Vader Immortal. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, they talked a long time about that. They like to push the franchise. The it's exclusive to this as well, so they'll be all yeah. that. Yeah, they have the licenses. And uh, another another game they talked a lot about was Star Wars Pinball VR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot. I think my eyes glazed over, and I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> Star Wars Pinball, yes, yes. It, yeah, I was kind of like, it was like, okay. So we've got Tales from Galaxy's Edge. I was led to believe that the first one wasn't great. It was fine, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all tying in with the the theme park, isn't it? That's the idea. So the theme park that they have in Disney at the moment, which is Galaxy's Edge, which is their Star Wars world uh, that you can go into, they're trying to sort of boost that up with that, I think, more than anything else. But the pinball, it was like, okay, I, so I'm I'm going to stand in my lounge doing this, just flicking my fingers mm-hmm. left and right. I I don't see the appeal. I mean, <laughs> there, was, there was a few snippets of what looked like I don't know, like you, you would go into the pinball machine or something. I can't, it was a few things like you know. Oh, they um, had like mini games, didn't they? Yeah, that would happen if you set things off. And I'm like, well, okay, but uh, fine. <laughs> yeah, they spent a lot of time. I'm sure on that. they make it interesting. Mm. Yeah, spent a lot yeah. of time on that compared to everything else. Mm. More games. Uh, we got a trailer for Wraith: The Oblivion. Afterlife, yep. which we've heard all about here, so that was you know something we knew about quite a bit. Mm-hmm. We got a trailer for I Expect You to Die 2, which we also knew about, yep, which is you know coming out on all platforms, I think. Yes, we got a new trailer for After the Fall, which we also knew about since <laughs> a long time, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we got a trailer for Warhammer 40,000. Or 40k Battle Sister, which I knew about, but I'm not sure. It was an expansion, actually. It was their adding yeah, co-op just, uh, to it because like originally. Oh, it was oh really? Not. Right. Okay. So Battle Sister has already been out. It has not mm-hmm. had favorable reviews. No. At all. <laughs> is it quest only? Uh, yeah. Or is yes, it, yeah, it is. yeah. Quest only. Yeah. You've played it. I've you never. Played? Yeah, I've played it. through it and. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> That's the sigh of a very damaged the man. Only, that is. Like, I'm not a fan of Warhammer, but I've like I've enjoyed Warhammer games. Like I enjoyed the Space Marine, which is like the third person one. It's a fascinating universe. It's got yeah. a lot of things in it that are like that's quite interesting and that's quite smart and that's different. And it's apparently enormous. Yes, like a huge number of books and stuff. Oh yeah, like, it's ridiculously huge. Yeah, um, we mentioned Carb Snowboarding, which was the only new game mm. from a uh, gaming showcase. I think then the main the two... sorry the the main thing they wanted to point out about Carb is it's being developed by the original guy who came up with 1080 yeah. snowboarding, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. like, 
that, that's quite a long time ago. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was a. It was a major snowboarding game, at least. So. I I agree. But SSX was that the was Xbox better. one or uh, Nintendo sixty four? Yeah, oh, I was Nintendo sixty four, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played SSX tricky a lot. Yeah. but and I think one that was another one on PlayStation, cool, cool boarding, cool borders. Cool borders, yeah, I played yeah. that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, ten eighty, not that much. So other people have nostalgia for it. I, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, another game people might have nostalgia for. Which we also knew about is Resident Evil 4. Exclusive mm-hmm. on the Quest I'm, I'm actually think that one could be a system seller. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, think, yeah. I think there will be people, people have already will said, be, like, I want to buy a Quest yeah, shit, just I need to buy Resident Maybe Evil in VR and that Resident Evil in VR. Because to be mm-hmm. honest, I think Resident Evil 4 is one of the best Resident Evil games. Um, it's really good. It's bonkers, like most Resident Evil games towards the end, and but it knows it is, which is quite good. Um, but that was where they really changed the format of the Resident Evil games, wasn't it, in Resident Evil 4? So previously, mm-hmm. the camera position was always in one fixed location in the room, and you had like tank controls um, for your character. But Resident Evil 4 was the first time they had the third person over the shoulder view. Yeah. Um, mm. So it leans that one probably leans itself more into VR than the other one does, with the exception of obviously Seven, which was built in, was built for it. So, never played one Resident Evil game ever. Not one of them. Not one of them. No, never. I mean, I've never played Half Life before, Alex. So, oh yeah, you you one of those ones. Um, At least I'm, I, like one of, one of the only one of those ones. <laughs> Surely. I know, and like, and <laughs> I know it took me long to get through Alex, but at least I played the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a real man, Paul. That's the qualification, people. In case you're wondering, I think I think I'd pick it up, Resident Evil Four, when it comes out in the Quest. So. Mm-hmm. I I think it'd be worth playing because they have actually just remade the entire game. Um, it's mm-hmm. not just a port; they have actually. Done a lot of work in it. By the looks mm-hmm. of it, no, 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 it'll be like there's motion controllers and stuff. Yep. Yeah. What else did they have? The last game, the, the biggest only one I care about. The probably. biggest shock, I would say. Low Echo Two, which you also knew about, but yes. they actually showed a trailer and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's PC. I mean, yeah. yeah, one of my yeah, it's PC and um, Quest with Link. Yeah, one of my predictions is like this will be Quest 2 only, is what I was thinking. Now, mm. I'm wondering if the delay is because they tried to and then couldn't. Is there actually a delay? Did they actually have an announcement, like an announced release date? Yeah. They didn't have an announced release date, but they announced it back in 2019. And I'm wondering if... Yeah, I'm just saying I I haven't heard about a delay. I just not never heard it okay. announced. But I'm, I'm wondering if the reason it's taking longer than everyone expected to is because they tried yeah, 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 to yeah. get it on a quest, mm. and they Who knows? couldn't, and they've had to go back to PC. There's also another angle that they would probably have to release the first game on quest. They released the second one, and maybe they couldn't do the bundle easily because you know if you've not played on the PC, you haven't got a PC VR capable PC, just the quest. Are you going to dive straight into number two? You know, 
Yeah, a good question because the first game kind of builds up to something mm -hmm. that yes. we want the continuation of. <laughs> yeah. I, I, again, I've not played Lone Echo One, and I would have quite liked to get Lone Echo Two on the Quest Two, but you know, I'm not going to know what's going on, so maybe that's one of the reasons. Mm -hmm. Possibly. Yeah. I do like the first Lone Echo though. I think it's really. It's another one where the story just completely. Yeah, it's like one of the, like I said, that was like the biggest announcement for me because I made, I was like, I know they'll probably like to have had it on the quest, but I was mm -hmm. thinking, what that game does, you need the visuals there. You need like top quality visuals. It's a part of the, mm. how immersive that actually is in the game. Yeah, yeah. the facial animation in that game, mm -hmm. second to none, really. Um, But we've got some other quest news as well, haven't they? So there's this new version 28. Quest Two, I believe. Mm -hmm. What what is this? Because I don't know. I don't have a Quest Two. Someone explain to me why this is supposed to be as exciting as people keep saying it is. <laughs> activated 120 hertz mod that some games does do support. Okay, that's Which... that's good. Having 120 hertz in the index, I can understand why you would want that. It'll mm -hmm. murder your battery and make the yeah. headset hot. Mm -hmm. But you know. <laughs> For the one or two games that a guy, it's worth it, probably. Yeah. I think it was, um, it was a guy who made Cubism. He put a tweet out saying that he realised, like, obviously, as soon as they put the 120Hz thing live, it was already mm. enabled in his game. He was like, I suppose I forgot to switch that option off. Because <laughs> 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 as soon as yeah, the push no update, it, it, it was there straight away. <laughs> it was like, oops, he didn't have to do any work. He like, put out, he was like, oh, I didn't actually have to push an update 120Hz. I guess I forgot to like, yeah, put a limiter <laughs> on it. So it's already picking up the 120 hertz. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I used to be first. But the big one, the big one everyone's pushing and talking about, Airlink, basically a replacement of virtual desktop. Okay. With wireless streaming of your PC games to the Quest. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is that only on the Oculus platform or will it also work with Steam VR? No. I, I mean, it's. It's supposed to be the same way the link cable works now, just without the cable. So mm -hmm. if you could do it with the link cable, then you should I be able to do it. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, because yeah, I've, I've actually seen PD release a video saying how how, how does Half Life Alex perform through Airlink? I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it must do. Yeah. It must do. I mean, it should identify as an Oculus headset to Steam VR mm. as as it did before. Mm. So it should. Be acting yeah. the same. I uh, way. I downloaded the update today. I couldn't get it working because I think I've got a driver issue, but um, it did pop up the device in Steam VR and mm. it recognized it was there. I just couldn't do anything in the end. I just reverted to the virtual desktop and that worked fine, but um, yeah, I've got some I've got the version 28. It was, I didn't have to do anything magical to get it, no VPN, it was just there ready to go. So Probably be the same with most people who have got Quest 2. So, yeah, I'll would I, I say this is just on Quest 2, I'm assuming. It's not on the I Quest 1. Think so. yeah. Okay. Pretty sure they're leaving the Quest 1 in the dust. Yeah. That's pretty they much They don't even acknowledge its mean. existence. I think the mm. announcement of this, I think, like I said, I think this is only on Quest 2 and then. Resident okay. Evil's Quest 2 exclusive. I think they're yes. just starting to yeah, yeah. they're starting to window the Quest one out. Phase the oh, other one out. Considering, yeah, 
Considering Quest 2 has sold more than all their other headsets combined, there's no reason to even bother. Mm -hmm. They just go Quest 2 only. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. And there's keyboard tracking as well. So yeah, we'll... yeah. I was going to mention that, but good, good on you, Buck, for bringing it up. I've only ever seen one comment about it, and it was uh, a person from Apple VR, Ian. And uh, he tried to type on it in his lap, and apparently it's kind of touchy when it comes mm. to motion and mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like one keyboard it tracks, the Logitech. 8.30 or whatever is something, something. Oh, so it only works with one keyboard? At the moment, yeah. Well, that's what they say. <laughs> okay. so I guess it's, you know, visually calibrated to one format. Okay. Um, it's a bit odd. It's a neat concept. I'm not sure how usable it is yet. I mean, to me, the only... I don't, I don't, I don't think there's much use of a keyboard that I would use press two at the moment, apart from maybe searching for something. Um, mm -hmm. Unless this is all part of a bigger plan to put the Facebook platform directly in the headset and can do update statuses, of, I don't know. Can you do that at the moment? I've not tried. No. What what I am do, was doing in the tweet was uh, he brought up three browser windows and was using it that way. So basically, a virtual browser environment. Okay. I guess that's what you would do, and you could, you know. Do all your, uh, I mean, you can do a lot of a lot of things in the uh, in the in the browser nowadays. I think you can even run. You know, you can run a Discord client in the mm -hmm. browser. Yeah, you can run Visual Studio Code in the browser, um, and all the Google products, of course, and yeah, Facebook. So, I mean, you can uh, you can also um, play Game Pass games in a browser now. Um, so you could wow. potentially <laughs> play Xbox in your Quest <laughs> if it works. <laughs> if it does, if it can do the decoding, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna pull some juice. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got to somehow connect your Xbox controller to your Quest. Um. Yeah, yeah. That's, in there. that's a good point. So that's that's good. Someone will do it because these sort mm. of things someone always ends up doing, and you find this. Random tweet at like three o'clock in the morning with something. Going, I got bored, so I built this because some genius person has done <laughs> it. You think you think it would connect up because you used to pair your Xbox. Yeah. You used to pair your Xbox pad to the Oculus Go. Mm. Yeah, if you have if you have the modern Xbox One pad, mm -hmm. that is not the first generation they shipped with the original Rift. Mm. They have Bluetooth, so they should work as Bluetooth devices. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, all you lucky Quest people have got these fantastic new updates that are doing exciting things that means you have to go and buy a new keyboard. Congratulations. It's, it's fine. You'll actually, be the first one to get the Quest 3 out of everything. I probably will be, actually. That, so. that, <laughs> keyboard, that keyboard is also on the way out. It's not being made anymore. <laughs> it's no. like, yeah, get it while, while it's in stock. Get it where you can. Have fun. Buy one, sell one on eBay. That's crazy. Uh, from what I've read online, anyway, okay. I haven't verified this information, but it's on it's on Twitter. Twitter is official, right? Fair mm. enough. I will remind chat while we're going through. It, if you want to stick any questions in there for us that you want us to have a look at at the end, we can do that. We're not far from the end now. Obviously, Doc's not here, and Doc usually has our Kickstarter corner. And the one that we've got in there at the moment is your two. This motion simulator and smart chair. I. 
came very close to ordering this. <laughs> um, so basically, your two, they your made a motion simulator before, which was essentially a sphere that sat in a cup that had a load of engines, a load of motors that just moved it around. Um, mm. It was okay at best, is what I've been told by people who've actually used it. Um, Chaz, uh, sorry, Kaz and Cherry. I keep calling them Chaz and Carrie. It's terrible. Um, they um, did a video on the original Your when it came out. They've also done a video on Your Two now, which is it's like a proper office chair that you can sit in and moves mm-hmm. around. But there's a few little caveats you need to pay attention to when looking at the um, uh, the Kickstarter, from what I've noticed. So basically, mm-hmm. they had a goal of £72,000. They are currently running at £649,000. So they're well over where they need to be in order right, to be. I think yeah. that's quite well funded. Now, obviously being a motion chair, it needs to move in you know, all the different degrees that you want it to. They advertise this with uh, starting at $750 or €750. Euros. Now, what that would actually get you is one that moves side, it um, pitches and rolls, and that's it. It wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't turn. Okay? Because uh, that's okay. a separate part that you have to buy to go underneath. So pitch and, t- pitch and uh, roll is actually pretty good. That would work quite well, I think. Um, that would be mm. enough. Um, does not come with a chair. You would have to buy a chair to put on it as well. Um, but there's different ones. So they have the pro platform, which has the three doff without the seat. So it has everything. And the other thing that it does, and this is something that's always bothered me about these things. I've always like, where am I going to plug my USB interfaces? Because they're usually plugged into the PC. And if this thing is spinning around, my USB cable is going to be so long (laughs) to be able to do this. What am I going to do? So what it actually has in the pro version is it has a USB hub built into the chair, into the device. So you are just plugging straight into that. And then it goes from there straight into the um, Mm. PC, which is a much better way of doing it. In as far as the previous one, it didn't have a USB hub. So you had to have these massive USB cables or limit the amount that it could turn. Um, and from my point of view, if you're buying a motion simulator, I don't want to limit it. I want it to do everything it can do. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, but basically, if you want the full platform without a seat, you have to pledge just over $2,000. Right. That's not, that's not as affordable as its first to be no it's not <laughs> um which is why you know but they did have the early bird which is basically you can get the motion simulator in the smart chair which does not rotate but it does pitch and roll that you could get for 790 dollars i think that would be that's acceptable. a good deal in in vr i mean i mean you want to feel the turns don't you i'm guessing and you know that yep. would do that um to a I point, guess. yes. Hmm. I mean, um, I've um, I, I think I tried one out. It was the uh, Phil Three, yes, um, virtual virtual seat. I went off and done that. A much much bigger version of the original Yaw, basically. Yeah, that one is also a sphere that sits in a cup, isn't it? 
That's right, yeah. And uh, I've done a few um, test laps before I broke it, and no one else could use mm-hmm. it after me. But uh, yeah, it was um, it was it was enjoyable. <laughs> um, yeah, I was supposed to drive sensibly, and I, I put it down to my poor driving ability. But yeah, I just wanted to see what it felt like really. Um, no, nah, it was a, it was an experience, and it was quite good. I probably, if I had the money and the space, and you know. I think that's the biggest concern with these things is the it's the space as well as the money, isn't it? It's kind of like so at the moment, if you wanted to get a year two, but you've missed out on the early bird special, which was seven hundred and ninety dollars, you can now get one which does the pitch and the roll for one thousand and ninety dollars. Which to be honest, for a thousand bucks cheaper. Yeah. It's it's a lot less We've spent money on worse things. We could do some. I Ooh. I I back I back some silly things. The omni directional treadmill, I never got it, but I backed it. That was around about the same price as this. Um yeah. See that that's always it. the fear with a lot of these things on Kickstarter. It's kind of mm. like how is that ever gonna actually exist? Um, but as Bold I makes mean, the point, is you're not buying something, are you? No, you're donating. Mm. Also, software support is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they're using the normal sim. There's like a third-party like middleware thing, right? Yes. Sim so they, they have their own software, which they already have, and they already have it working for their original um, your basically. And you basically tell... You're, this is the game I'm running, this is the way I'm facing the start, and away you go. And apparently that works very well. Um, it, yeah, it, it actually works really well, apparently, and there's been a lot of people... I mean, like I say, you know, Kaz and Cherry have done a fair few videos using the Yaw. Chivalry Wood has used one as well. Um, yeah, he's, he's quite happy. Done a few as well, hasn't he? That's right, because I think those two in particular, Tyrion Wood and VR Gamer Dude, were like quite excited about this new one. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you're racing, if you're flying that sort of game, it, it's going to be great. It, you know, once it actually, you know, you can get it and it works, and it looks good as well, and it actually looks really comfortable. The previous year did not look comfortable. Um, yeah. They do sell their own chairs as well. Um, <laughs> But you can actually put whatever chair you want in it by the look of it, which is quite yeah, good. I, think so in has... Kickstarter, I don't know if it was in the Kickstarter trailer, they had one of the chairs you've got on it. Yes. The... Yeah, they have one of the nobles um, yeah. in there, which is quite good. But yeah, so the, the pitch degrees is 70 degrees of pitch, and it has 40 degrees of roll. And then if you have the optional your platform, which is the bit that makes it spin round, that will do full 360. So there's, you know, Quite a lot in there. And then it comes with a large adjustable desk strap table that goes on there where you can put your you know, hotess, your wheel, your pedals, all that sort of stuff in there as well. The fact that you can put your seat on it, I think, is a good idea. Being able to pick your chair, I think, is really good. Um, yeah, they do make their own seat as well that lights up. They have like an RGB chair because that's buck, what you buck. need. You've convinced us. Just, just back it. You know, we, we we accept it. You know, you we we all know you want it. Just go for it, mate. <laughs> I, I would love it. I would absolutely love to have one, but I can't justify that cost. But I came very close on the early birds going. 
<laughs> I'll buy the one that flips me upside down. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. They have it in China. <laughs> I'll, I've, I've seen them as well. It's a year. They look. They look mad. Um, but yeah, they they have their game engine that runs support for twenty plus PC games. Doesn't say VR games. Says PC games. Um, mm -hmm. With support with Sim Racing Studio and with Sim Tools, and basically any uh, PC game via Sim Racing Studio joystick functionality. So it'll work with a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, looking, I I can't wait to see people who've actually got their hands on it and tell us what it's like. Um, but it is a lot. Ah, we have questions in chat. Let's do that before time runs out. Go on then. Mm -hmm. What dream VR accessory would you want to be real from thirteen? Fishing pod, fishing rod. <laughs> it's, doesn't that exist? I think I think that exists. I've seen it on on like trade shows, GDC or whatever. Pull. I'm pretty sure that exists. I think the tactical haptics they made a fishing pole version or thing to actually even get sliding grips on the handle for the actual torque of the rotation of the, the fishing pole. Yeah, that that. You need that, Paul. You need it in your life. We we can make those mm. dreams come true <laughs> by ordering it at some point. I mean, but yeah, when it comes to accessories, uh, yeah, sorry, Paul. I, I was just going to say, yeah, um, I was just going to say some kind of resistant glove um, that's um, where you can pick things up. I know it exists, but I want it in just a glove, you know, nothing else, you know, and it works. And then you can also. Use the other controllers, whatever, and you can just pick those up when you're not, you know, playing a game that has it. You know, something like that. It That's would what... have, like, it would resist your grip so you can actually feel yeah. the shape of objects and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. so you let go of the controllers and then you can actually pick things up, you know, and, and when you want to get your gun, you know, you put your controller back in. In fact, you wouldn't even need controllers, would you? You just kind of grab nothing and, you know, you'd feel like you're holding on a controller. That would be my... Yeah, if they have good enough fidelity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if we're talking dream, that would be it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, if <laughs> like, money's no object, then it's like, again, actual weapons that you hold um, yes, would please. be good. Um, with haptics. With, with haptics, yeah. Kickback. For those sort of games, yeah, definitely. An actual proper... You know and what? I'm not talking... Um, approach you, but I'm talking something that actually feels like an actual weapon that you can, you know, and that well, that strike would be AVR good. will make a consumer version. Well, if you if you adapted, promise. if you adapted my suit into a into my gloves or into a whole suit, then you could do it, you know, while you're holding nothing, and it feels like you're holding an actual gun. So there you go. I've just upped my one to a suit instead of gloves. So there you go. Now you know my one. <laughs> but I'd settle oh. for a year or two if anyone asks. So you know, <laughs> I'll give you my PayPal address at the end. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go for the for the bloody rifle, but but um, excavator. Something else. To, <laughs> but that's just two joysticks <laughs> and a rotating chair, and we have the rotating chair. I think there's rotor or whatever, so that could actually exist exist mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. But um. In relation to that, one thing I've already done in not in VR but in a uh, simulator is sitting on a haptic bench, and butt-based haptics is actually very efficient at translating vehicle. <laughs> There's motion. a quote for the ages. <laughs> I would be virtually kicking you up the ass every time we play something like that. 
<laughs> oh. I mean, it was it was incredibly immersive, and all all they were doing was sitting in a room watching a TV. They had you know some fans and uh, stuff like that. It was one of those you know four D experiences, but the rumbling bench was awesome. That it needs to be a thing for everything. Like this is why that, this is why you can buy transducers and put on your couch yeah. because it shakes your whole body. <laughs> we, we've got the episode title, people. It's butt-based haptics. <laughs> the title of this episode. Bones butt-based. There we go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the other Fair question? Enough. Right, uh, we have more yeah. questions. Shall we just go for it? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Considering uh, the Resident Evil 4 announcement, what other game would we like to see remade for VR? Or which one do we see? What is it next? Also from 13. Halo. <clears throat> I mean, that's an obvious one for us. Yeah. Is yeah, someone doing that already? Are they adding a, someone doing a mod for that? Mm -hmm. Well, they showed it off-ish, but then never, we never heard anything else from it. So I don't know. I don't know. I'd like, like a proper um, like Tekken or Street Fighter. Would you be the character oh, or played in third person? The character. Street Fighter, yeah, that oh would require some skill and some room. <laughs> some physical ability. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that would be unique, to say the mm. least. Um, That's going to be boring. And I'm, I'm just sitting there trying to think what I've been playing, you know, what I used to play and what really got into it. And it's stuff That'd be like boring that. and say House of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Give yeah, us a that, that shoot work. Another shooter, another I zombie mean, shooter uh, in VR, but... <laughs> True. But I mean, the, those, it, it's almost shocking that they're not already in VR because mm. they would, you know, fit the recipe yeah, pretty, yeah, perfect. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's the same with every shooter, pretty much, would translate well to VR because of the interaction model. You point and click, and you can do that just as well with a <laughs> VR controller as a mouse. So I just read a comment from Doc. Yes, I've just <laughs> read the comment from Doc as well. So, just so we all are clear, Doc is saying that I want fighting vipers in VR. No, that's, that's not what I asked for. Um, but I find it interesting one... that that's the first place your mind goes, Doc. Don't you want dinner alive? There's a funny coincidence with fighting vipers and Bob's birthday, isn't there, Bob? No, there isn't. So let's talk you about fuck each other in the game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... I wouldn't mind any old shooter in VR, but if I could pick, I would probably pick a game nobody here has played, which is Sanctum 2, which is a tower defense shooter, which means you do both things. You, sh you, you place towers. It's like the, Guard oh, the Guardians game and uh, Automata Break. Okay. Um, just, you know, uh, fleshed out something fierce with, you know, Specific enemies and stuff. It, it it was one of my favorite games. Um, I would like to see that in VR. Yeah. I think You're they could favorite. turn Pac-Man into a horror game in VR. <laughs> yeah. The maze and the ghosts. You could turn that into a horror game quite easily. Doc asks if we could replace him with one person in VR. Who would that be? I'm not sure really what that means. In the VR world. What? If we could replace one person... I don't understand. <laughs> if you could choose one person in VR in the VR world to replace Doc, who would it be? Oh. Well, I wouldn't. I mean... Uh... I d he's irreplaceable. Yeah. Oh. You, can't, you can't replace Doc. I would say he's evil twin. 
Jesus. But then I guess I'm I I think he's the evil I was one. Gonna so say this. <laughs> yeah, you might want to think about that statement first. <laughs> Maybe he's we could no, get like no one. a no mini me one, a mini me version of him. Knuckles <laughs> asked how much will Paul pay for the VR fishing pro tube add on. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. oh, Paul, should we just go fishing? <laughs> you know, we can do that. Uh, do you I, I never do you actually go fishing or <laughs> I I've been a few times. Right. We can take this... the we can take the quest, it'll be fine. We just sit by the lake. We'll go into VR while we're actually fishing. Be <laughs> just like you've got, you know, the Pro-tube. Nerds. <laughs> well, you could just actually fish. Yeah. I'm not going to catch feel... a shark. Depends where you go fishing. <laughs> but I suspect no, in your local reservoir or wherever you're going. <laughs> oh, my local reservoir, you're going to catch his herbies. Did you ever play... <laughs> Lovely. Um, did you ever play Sega Bass Fishing? Which yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. That was brilliant. That, that came with the fishing rod. Yep, they had mm. that on the, on the um, Dreamcast, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. I used to love my Dreamcast. It was excellent. Console. It was the console ahead of its time. That was it. It was. It was. And super easy to hack. Yeah. <laughs> nobody had to buy games yeah, for it. I know. Yeah. yeah. I had a I had a DVD for it that had like all the SNES games ever made, so I could just put them in and play yeah, them even, on an emulator. Like even the platform games, you just had to copy the CD, and you yeah. didn't have to do there any was no, like, yes. hacking or cracking there was no, like, or anything. Read protection was there? No, like it, it had just... an audio file on the CD that they thought you couldn't copy that was actually used as a DRM, but you could copy it just by copying the CD. Very <laughs> weird. <laughs> Not as... It was very strange. From what I've heard, anyway. Yeah. yeah, hmm. yeah. Cool. All right. What have people got coming up on their streams at the minute? Paul, what are you up to? Where can people find you? Uh, uh, no community goal reached so far, but I just started that recently so uh i i'm happily streaming whatever at this point um i was parting participating in so many things last week i might take it a bit easier this week because it has been insanely intense on the being on this on not even my own streams but other people's streams Mm -hmm. um so this week will probably be very chill Uh, good yes i'm one stream I'm going to do a 24-hour stream, and I'm going to drag Bo in. Because <laughs> <laughs> I only play co-op, so, you know, it has to be done. No, I, don't, I, think, I think I'll probably just do a bit of Firecraft, I think, you know. We had a little taster of that during the 12 hours. Um, I think I, I wouldn't mind going back into that. So that's all I've really got lined up. Might do that Friday. Might do something else. Not fixed in stone. Mm. There you go. Paul, you got anything lined up or any videos coming out that you've already done? But um gonna be doing a lot more about VR skate because the embargo lifts of that very soon, so I expect mm-hmm. quite a lot of that as a good little skateboarder, old skateboarder. Yeah. Even, uh, even Cold and Bob have seen the pictures of me in my skateboarding days. My long hair. <laughs> yep. <and> my... <laughs> Sorry, what? What? <laughs> With long... that's, that's a bit that surprises me. And I'll jump like into the... um. I'll probably jump into my to my virtual suit and head into Neos for some shenanigans at some point. Is that what we're calling it now? Are we okay? So, <laughs> um, I don't have any plans at all. I don't know. I've I've not been good with the streaming recently. I've not done a lot. 
um, and I need to kind of pick stuff up again, really. But it's been nice not to have to worry about it too much. Um, but yeah, I'll come up with something. But that has been episode 30 of VR Souls. Thank you, Cold, for filling in for Doc. Really appreciate that. Thank you um, very much for having me. Good, and you'll be back again at some point, trust me. Don't worry about it. But- again. <laughs> That's fresh, not a promise. Yeah, okay. it is. But um, thank you to everyone for coming along. And that's it from us. Take it easy, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.